Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Get Around Podcast. We've got a special episode for you today as we release the all-region girls golf team here at the Traverse City Record Eagle. I'm your host, Brendan Queeley, and alongside me this week and every week here in the studio, we have the wonderful, the sensuous James Cook. And we also have Brett, the badass sports writer, Summers, joining me here in the studio, and we're happy to have them both. I love them both dearly. They are, you know, they don't really care too much for me, but they they like to put on a good show and tell me that they like me every once in a while. But I, I like you, Brendan. I know you pretend James to James is going to stay quiet over there, but I like you. As James should. Once in a while. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, we have uh, good stuff for you this week, uh, releasing the all-region girls golf team. Very exciting stuff. I know that uh, each year and each season that the players, coaches, uh, family, and friends are always excited when these come out. So uh, we're going to go ahead and start with the honorable mentions, then we'll move on to the second team. We'll then give the coach of the year, followed by the dream team, and then finally the player of the year. So if you don't want to listen to anything else, you can simply fast forward to the last couple of minutes of this podcast to find out who the player of the year is. Although... For girls golf, it's uh, at this point, I don't think we're going to be surprising too many people with who we pick. They both shook their heads in silence, which is great for a podcast. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, James. All right, James, hit us with the honorable mentions. Who do we have on that team this season? Well, first off, we've got uh, Traverse City West's Hope Aspenleiter, and then uh, Traverse City St. Francis senior Annie Bandrowski, Petoskey Jr. Bridget Harris, Traverse City Central Junior Meg Holt, Petoskey Senior Kate Kaversky, uh, Charlevoix's Annie Joy, Traverse City Central's Taylor Norton, uh, East Jordan's Senior Haley Pitscali, Traverse City Central Junior Olivia Rockwood, Charlevoix Sophomore Rylan Sladek, and Petoskey Sophomore Bryn Werner. See, how exciting is this? We're reading names off of a piece of paper, and we're giving their school and their year in school. It's like I, I would kind of... I would say this is similar to when they announced the Academy Award nominations at like 5 o'clock in the morning and they're just reading off names. I'd say this is more exciting, however. I was going to say this is basically like high school graduation. Yeah, so people are just at home, oh, all right, there's a name, there's another name, and they're just waiting for their... For their, their, their person's For name their daughter's to name to be read, yes. I'd say that's a, a pretty solid honorable mention team there. You've got... Uh, a lot of players that are going to be able to come back for their junior and senior years and, and make a difference on their team. Moving on to the second team, however, we have uh, from Traverse City West, which was uh, a dominant team this year, uh, Jillian Ewell. She was a junior. Uh, she scored a 183 at the D1 State Finals and, of course, uh, helped the Titans on their way to the uh, team state championship. Uh, from Petoskey, we've got a pair from Petoskey, a senior in Heather Dufek and a sophomore in Ashley Lamb. Uh, Dufek shot a 196 at the D2 State Finals, and she helped them qualify as a team, and they had a third-place team finish at the regionals. Now, Lamb, she routinely led the Northmen during the season, uh, and just as a sophomore, uh, she did quite well. 
uh, scoring the best Petoskey round at the D2 State Finals. She had an 89 and then carded a 188 overall. From Charlevoix, we have junior Abby Skolton. Uh, Skolton moved up from last season's all-region honorable mention list uh, after leading the Raiders to the D4 State Finals with a sixth-place finish at the regionals. She uh, had quite a good round at the finals, shooting an 87 and an 86. Uh, from a the Traverse City St. Francis Gladiators, junior Catherine Hopkins makes the second team. Hopkins led Traverse City St. Francis in regional and state play. The junior also scored a third place individual finish in regional play with a 90 and shot a 95 and an 89 for a 184 at the Division Four state finals. Finally, you have Traverse City Central sophomore Emlyn Munch. Uh, Munch. Uh, just as a sophomore in her second year, she carded the second lowest score, a 91, among the Trojans during regional play, and she also led the team at the Division II state finals. Uh, she was very consistent, shooting a 95 on the first day and then uh, improving by a stroke on the second day with a 94, finishing with a 189. Uh, guys, how do we feel about that second team? We, we, we have some really good athletes there. Yeah, we do, and there's a lot of youth here. Not totally unlike the honorable mention list, but players that you know are on the cusp and still have time to develop in uh, um, into uh, players who may be considered in the future among those elite in the area, maybe future dream teamers someday. Uh, you you mentioned um, Charlevoix's Abby Scolton, who she she's already one who who moved up uh, last year from the HM to the second team this year. And uh, in a lot of these cases, or uh, actually all of these cases, um, these are these are players who really led their teams uh, to that team uh, state finals appearance uh, this season. And uh, I mean, regardless of sport, you make the state finals. It's it's been a special season, and uh, you know all these girls were a huge part in in their team success. Yeah, the only senior that you had uh, on the second team was Petoskey's uh, Dufek, but everybody else is going to be coming back and certainly hoping to move up from the second team to the Dream Team. But again, they're going to have a lot of competition if they are going to want to do that. The sport overall for girls golf, uh, that seems to really be coming on here in northern Michigan. Again, I've only been here for about... A little over a year but I've been here for both golf seasons and it seems as though it's starting to grow in northern Michigan and when I talked to uh, Annika D who we're going to get to a little bit later in this show that the sport really seems to be growing here in northern Michigan. James uh, would you agree with that? Yeah and yeah, the, the teams around here seem to be having uh, more luck. I mean aside just from TC West you've got has been dominating the last couple two three years uh, but you've got more teams that have been competitive in the, in that vein. Uh, St. Francis girls team is coming along nicely. Uh, Central's team hasn't been quite as good the, the last couple of years as West, obviously. Um, but they were they were the one team for a long time around here that was heads and shoulders above everybody else. And then we have had a, a bunch of teams catch up to them, and uh, they hope to get right back into that that group as well. Yeah, Central's definitely had uh, they had a very young team this year, and uh, I'm I'm sure that. Uh, Head coach Lois McManus, um, soon to be Hall of Fame inductee. Yeah, and to the Michigan Interscholastic Golf Golf Coaches Association, she's going to be getting that honor along with uh, Sutton's Bay Todd Hersey on May 11th, 2018. 
So coming up here, but that was uh, that was just announced uh, last Thursday. So yeah, big congratulations to the both of those, uh, especially McManus, who has been coaching since she was 18 years old, and she's uh, she's now well. Hopefully, she doesn't get mad at me for saying this, but she's now 66. Yeah, that's that's an incredible run, and uh, you know, just kind of like she said the the quote in the Hall of Fame story that you wrote, Brendan. You know, when she was finally forced to sort of put down on paper what her teams and individual golfers that she's coached what they've accomplished you know with her as their coach it's pretty incredible um i don't remember now off the top of my head the total number of even just tournaments that she's coached in but uh 297 so almost 300 they've won they won 71 of them or won 79 of them and we're second place in 71 of them and then we're either third or fourth in 48 of them so yeah it's it's not like she's been uh, coaching uh, any any slobs during her career. She's been coaching and and uh, and kind of molding players into really solid ones that are competing at the high school level. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, I would I would expect that uh, you know she's hoping for a big jump from from these young players. I know early in the season it seemed like every. Uh, every tournament she was calling in, it was you know three, four, five of those girls had a new a new best score that they'd ever shot. So um, another off season to to improve beyond what they what they picked up now, and um, you know they they know that West is at the top of the Big North Conference right now, and that they'll be a state favorite coming back next year. So yeah, I mean you've got to feel like uh, that competition will only drive Central to to get better even quicker. All right, Brett, let's uh, go ahead and move on to the Dream Team. Brett, you were the one that put this together, actually, so if anybody out there doesn't like it, they can uh, email him. I believe it's uh, bsummers at record-eagle.com, so feel free to do that. I would give out his cell phone number right now, but I'm pretty sure he would hit me over the head with something blunt, so I'm not going to do that. But uh, let's go ahead and start with uh, Coach of the Year. Uh, Who have we decided to bestow that honor upon? Well, as we kind of said at the at the top, um, it probably isn't terribly difficult to predict uh, which individuals are taking home, you know, our biggest honors in this all-region girls golf special. Uh, but Carl Gagnon, uh, Traverse City West, his first year coaching the Titans, Gagnon style. What? I yeah, yes. I wanted to say that forever, and now that I actually have the opportunity, so you know you're gonna fade that song into the background in editing later over this part right and well now if i don't then people are going to be upset so all right yes while you are announcing coach of the year underneath it we will be playing what is it gangnam style yeah there we go we'll be we'll be playing that but yeah yeah congratulations to carl um like i said his first year coaching the titans um you know maybe not the easiest position to be in uh inheriting a team that had won a state title two years previously um, and with a, a ton of expectations, um, not easy to step into a job where most are probably expecting you to deliver a state championship in the first go-around. But uh, he managed to do it. And, you know, something else that really impressed me uh, about Carl this year, you know, wasn't just having the girls ready to golf, um, you know, or improving their skills, but it was, you know, he really took the time to listen to what his athletes needed during the course of the season, you know, uh, find out, hey, you know, are you guys getting stressed out because of school and athletic commitments kind of overlapping? Like, what can I do to help you so that we're focused both in the classroom and on the course day in and day out? 
and uh, he found different things to do, including uh, giving girls nights off when there were tournaments, um, you know, to, to try to lighten the load a little bit. And clearly with a, a state title, that, uh, that paid off big time. James, you covered the state finals, and you were there uh, when it was announced that West had won the, uh, the team championship. And we saw the photos of Carl getting very, very emotional when that happened. If you could, just kind of talk to me about when that happened and also clearly the bond that he has uh, created between himself and his players. Yeah, he's, he's really, um, I think, handled the team very well. He's had to juggle a lot of the things like we talked about, academics and, and the way they scheduled tournaments and stuff this year. But he also had to kind of juggle, uh, you had Annika and NCD who would miss time going to play in big out-of-state tournaments. And didn't even qualify for uh, Big North Conference uh, honors because they hadn't played in enough Big North uh, tournaments. Mm-hmm. And then he also you had several players on the team who had um, health issues that he had to take into consideration too as far as practice time and and just how you deal with with certain players uh, you know i mean there's there's a girl on the team that has a hearing problem um, you know and then there's uh, you know Mandy Bacall has diabetes hope Aspen Leiter this year dealt with uh, like severe fatigue throughout the season and uh, that seems to be uh, something that they got resolved by the, about the end of the season and she's going to be one of their big contributors next year but uh so you had to juggle a lot of those things as well um just outside of the normal the normal coaching thing but at the finals the uh the morning of the finals beforehand he was a nervous wreck and he and he said so you know when i, when I talked to him before and he he just was you know they had that lead and i think it was like seven or nine strokes or something coming into the first round. I thought it was only three, didn't they? Leave by yeah, just, it was three. They it just was, yeah, it by was just three. three. He was just a nervous wreck that they you know, weren't going to hold on to that lead. They ended up adding to it. Um, but uh, And then afterwards, when uh, he, you know, he didn't want to have people telling him what the results were before the results were in. But once they had figured it out, he just started crying like a baby. You know, and, uh, you know, his, his you know, son is the assistant coach on the team, so he had his son there for that, too. Um, and then Bob Lober was there, who's a longtime golf guy from around the area. and uh, Hall of Famer as well. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And when, uh, when they kind of, kind of settled in on him that, that they had won this thing, he just uh, put his head on Bob Lober's shoulder and started crying and, and said, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen. He was talking about, you know, the crying and... and uh, and stuff, but you know, it was it was pretty emotional, and and all the players were there for him too. They, I mean, they huddled around him and and hugged him, um, you know, as he was kind of still sobbing a little bit, and uh, and you can tell that there's just there's that connection there. Yeah, see, I can respect that because as a fellow crier myself, one who gets uh, fairly emotional at almost anything, uh, yeah, I, I can respect that, and and certainly. You know, an emotional moment like that, uh, it, it can it can overwhelm you and things like that will happen. So, uh, yeah, Carl uh, Gagnon as our Coach of the Year. Let's go ahead and start revealing some of the Dream Team selections. Brett, why, you, why don't you go ahead and uh, reveal the first one? All right, uh, senior Megan Jenkinson from Traverse City West. Uh, Megan actually improved from her all-region second team performance of a year ago. Uh, she tied teammate Maddie McCall and Traverse City Central's Annalisa Hogue uh, for the lowest uh, average in Big North Conference play. Now, again, um, 
the D sisters were not eligible for those uh, awards. Uh, so uh, that goes a three-way tie atop the Big North Conference. Um, Megan also scored a top 10 individual finish at the Division One state finals with uh, back-to-back 78s uh, for a 156. I believe that was ninth place overall. Uh, so very impressive finish for her. Yeah, so she got all state for that. Um, the top ten get all state, and uh, and that was her. And she saved her best round for last too. I mean, that was, those were her two best rounds of the season. Um, so I mean, a very very strong finish for her. Um, then we also have uh, Ansi D, the uh, the latest D sister to burst onto the scene. She has a freshman, finished sixth in Division One state finals with a 78-76, two day total of one fifty four. Um, she finished runner up to her sister in regionals, and. Uh, you know, like we said earlier in different different podcast, uh, could be part of a string of five straight missed golfs going to the D family. Yeah, and it's just incredible uh, the the golfing I guess heritage in that family and what they've uh, what they've created with uh, with that duo. Does uh, does Ansi have uh, a chance next year at maybe supplanting her older sister and maybe grabbing a state title or a miss golf? Not if Annika has anything to say about it, she won't. True. Mm-hmm. She stated that as kind of a goal. Um, you know, but we'll have to see how it goes. That that family dynasty could uh, could continue too, as they have dynasty. a younger dynasty. Yes, it, they have they have a younger brother, Axel, who's about uh, five or six, and uh, says that he also wants to be a golfer. So are those the three kids, Annika, Ansi, and Axel? Mm-hmm. Nice. You got all ads right there. So maybe they'll grow up to be athletic directors. That's a possibility. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I wouldn't be surprised to see next year uh, with, with the game of Ansi um, probably set to improve as well as Annika's, if that competition gets to be close, I, I don't remember off the top of my head how many course records Annika set this year, but I wouldn't be surprised to see you know, both of these girls drop their numbers even lower just because they're, they very well could be the first and second best players in the entire state, and they're going to be golfing against each other every single day. Nobody else statewide will have that type of competition pushing them that these two sisters uh, will have going between each other. So, I mean, I I could expect an incredible season from these two a year from now. So if they finish 1-2 in the state finals next year, we're going to use the headline of D-Day. Do we really want to ruin that for our readers? Well, uh, hopefully, hopefully that happens. But yeah, I, uh, I actually do like that one, James. You know how much I love punny, uh, punny headlines. Mm-hmm. So, next up on the list for the Dream Team is our only non-Traverse City player. We have uh, Manistee's uh, Alice Fink Jensen. She is a senior. Uh, she placed sixth at the Division Four State Finals, finishing with uh, an 80 on the first day and then an 84 on the second. She was uh, just a single stroke uh, from tying for third place, but she won the regional championship, and in doing so, she qualified individually for the state finals. Uh, She ended up with an 83 at the regional, which gave her a win by six strokes. Getting back to the Traverse City theme that we have here, uh, Traverse City Central's Annalisa Hogue, a a junior. She led Traverse City Central to the state finals with a third-place overall finish in regional play. Uh, the junior tied with uh, West duo Maddie McCall and Megan Jenkinson for the lowest qualifying average. I believe that we're going to ha- hear Maddie's name here in just a little bit. Uh, for, but for that was uh, tied for the lowest qualifying average in Big North Conference play. 
and then she scored a 191 over two rounds at the Division II state finals. James, we'll kick it back to you and keep going on that Traverse City theme. Yeah, we've got Traverse City West senior Maddie McCall. She's uh, one of the three seniors on this team, so there are going to be some spots available next year for some of those young second-teamers and honorable mention players that we met, mentioned earlier to uh, to move up. But uh, McCall finished the Big North Conference season tied for the lowest-scoring qualifying average uh, with teammate Megan Jenkinson and Central's Annalisha Hogue. Uh, she also tied Jenkinson for fifth overall at regionals, carded a 178 at the Division One state finals. Drum roll, please. Can you do a drum roll? And your player of the year for the 2017 All-Region Girls Golf Team is... James Cook. I mean... Sorry, Annika. I mean, Brett Summers. It's Traverse City West Junior Annika D. I'll pause for applause. Yes, I'll let everybody pick their jaws up off the floor because this comes as the shock of the 21st century. Yeah, uh, two-time Miss Golf uh, Player of the Year last year, actually, for our all-region team as well, although she had to share the honor a year ago uh, with... uh, Glen Lake alum Nicole Cox. Uh, who, she who had won. Didn't she win like three? She did. Cox, three state Cox won three three state titles, and I believe she's uh, golfing collegiately at Bowling Green now. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for D, I mean, she just she blew away the rest of the Division One field uh, in the state finals. She carded a sixty nine uh, on the first day, a seventy two on the second day for a one forty one. And she wasn't happy that second day. She, Even the she day was that not she happy. won the championship. She was not happy because her 72 was the highest score she had all season. Again, let's let that sink in. She never finished over par the entire year. That's crazy. Even on a bad day, she was still shooting par. And the first day... I don't even know if you could say that's a bad day. Maybe an off day. I guess you can say on an off day that... Does she have an off switch? I don't even know if she has an off switch. Yeah, and on the first day, she shot a 69, and she wasn't happy with that. Because she was telling Carl, uh, you know, that, oh, I think I left a couple of shots out there, and I could have shot 65. That, that's why I said in response to the question whether Ansi could catch her, not if any, not if Annika has anything to say about it. She she wants to be right back where she is now. Miss Golf, Record Eagle Player, player of the Year, um, state champ, and end her high school career uh, much the way that she's, she's started it. You know, she, she missed out on one state title by a stroke, I believe. Yep. Otherwise, she would, she'd be going for a sweep right now. Yeah. Do you think she'll be happy if she breaks 60 on 18 holes? Do you think if she shoots a 59, she'll be like, okay I think if that? she shot a 59, she might get a little excited. Okay, I would hope so. She'd probably still be like, I should have got 57. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to... Annika D, as well as uh, Coach of the Year, Carl Ganyan, Megan Jenkinson, Ansi D, Alice Fink-Jensen, Annalisa Hogue, and Maddie McCall on making our dream team. That's going to wrap it up for us here on the Get Around podcast in our Girls Golf All-Region Release Show. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, make sure that you come back next week when we will be revealing the All-Region Boys Soccer Team. And until then, have a good week. I'm your host, Brendan Queeley. Joining me again, Brett Summers and James Cook. Thanks for listening.